What's going on, everybody? This is a massive episode of Terminator 101. I hope you enjoy it. We got a shit ton of new reveals thanks to IGN and CinemaCon. So, let's talk about them. And now, before we get into the episode, I need to do something that I am so excited to do. I need to shout out the current and new Patreon members over on the Terminator 101 Patreon page. So, Without further ado, here we go. Amitesh Prasad, Danny Pirate, Engelbert Sebastian, Lucas Grudzian, Ruben Dobson, and T Bob Art. Thank you, seriously, so much for your patronage, your loyalty to Terminator 101. It means the world to me. And if you want to join those names that I just listed and get extra content, benefits, all that stuff, head over to patreon.com slash t101podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Terminator 101. It's been a while, hasn't it? Jeez. I'm Eddie Green. I am in studio. I'm very, very excited to talk to you about this. This is probably going to be a massive episode, honestly, because there's a lot to talk about. Um... You know, I woke up to uh, this news, and this was really exciting stuff to wake up to, because I knew today, and uh, for anybody listening to this, uh, today is um, April 4th, 2019, so Thursday, April 4th, 2019, and, uh, you know, I knew that today was the CinemaCon thing with Terminator Dark Fate. You know, I knew that Dark Fate was going to be... uh, premiering something at CinemaCon in Las Vegas. I didn't know that waking up from sleep, I would already have images. We would already have images. Um, Six official new images of uh, the main characters. I didn't know that. You know, I don't think anybody knew that. And that's what's so cool about this. And this uh, was dropped exclusively by IGN. So thank you, IGN. And, uh, yeah, so, so, you know, it was really cool because, uh, my phone just started like whacking out, you know, it was like, Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not really. Um, so that was really cool. And of course, as the day went on, uh, CinemaCon did debut Terminator Dark Fate footage. Now, this footage is actually not going to be released as of yet publicly to the world, okay? So this was exclusive for whoever was attending CinemaCon, and I was not one of them. (laughs) So, but yeah. So, we got six new images, right? And uh, let's talk about them for for just a a few, few minutes here. Now, I'm going to go in order on IGN's website, uh, the way that they're listed. So, the first photo IGN has listed is of uh, Natalia Reese. And I am I saying that right? I, I feel like I'm not saying that right. I need to look up an interview with her uh, where someone says her name. N- N- Natalia Reese? Reese? Reyes? I don't know. You guys know who I'm talking about. Um... And it's, you know, it's a pretty simple image. Let me blow it up here. I'm looking on my, uh, yeah, okay, there we go. You know, I said in a uh, social media post, 
that you may or may not have seen. Um, I said that a lot of these looked like these were not promo photos. You know what I mean? Like these were not things that they did after the fact or, or, or whatnot. These look like these could very well be taken right from the film. And uh, this one of Natalia definitely looks like it. And she's wearing a yellow shirt. Uh, she's clearly looking distressed. She's looking over her shoulder at something that is definitely uh, being, you know, hidden. Um, it's not being revealed to us. We can see some kind of a car. Um, and yeah, she has some kind of, I don't know, what is that? It looks like maybe a shirt or a jacket or hell, even a blanket in her backpack that she's wearing. So, uh, Maybe she's on the run. Um, who knows? I know that this is uh, this is a really good image, though. Um, you know, I've never really been into dissecting images because that's all they are. They're just images. You know, it's not actual footage. It's just a still image. So it's really hard to pick up what uh, the filmmakers are putting down. And but anyways, I mean, it, it, it's still a great image, you know, like all of these um, and I'm constantly going back and forth. Uh, all of these photos are perfect, you know, uh, desktop wallpapers. So this is a great wallpaper. I mean, I don't have this one of Natalia as my wallpaper currently. I'll tell you who that is as we get to it. But, um, yeah, it's a great photo. And, and, and of course, you know, Natalia is easy on the eyes, you know, if, if that's what you're into, um, she's beautiful. Uh, I've never actually seen her act in anything, so this will be my debut for Natalia, and I'm very excited. I mean, I think she is, she's definitely the, um, from what I understand, the target, right? She's the target in this new film. She's the one that uh, now we're going after her. So, um, yeah, very, very good photo. So now as we move along here, and we're going to go to the next one. The next one is the big one, right? The next one is uh, arguably the big one. Um, Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And uh, this is a great, great fucking image. Amazing image. Seriously. Um, so much so that Arnold even changed uh, his Instagram to this photo. Like, this is now Arnold's official Instagram photo. It's, 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 it's great. You know, he... Uh, this, is, this is the one that definitely looks like a promo image this one looks like it's a photographer saying okay arnold now look over there and okay perfect we got it you know it doesn't look like this is um taken right from the film this definitely conveys promo however putting that aside this is a great image i mean we've seen arnold with this look if you've been following the production of the film we've seen him you know you know, working out or behind the scenes. So we knew he was going to look like this, but it's so great to see it, you know, official, you know what I mean? And not behind the scenes or, or, you know, whatever. Um, and yeah, he has a little bit of damage, you know, we've seen, there was that great photo that he shared of his like, uh, callback to him and Linda on T2 and he had a side-by-side -side of them kind of doing the same pose. And he had a lot more battle damage on his face in that photo. In this photo, he's pretty, uh, he's pretty well kept in terms of battle damage. And he has just a little scar under his, uh, to, the, to the left of his left eye. 
Um, and yeah, you know, he has the beard. He has the, it's, it's such a great look. It's a much better look. Do something for me guys. Um, because I assume if you're listening and following and, and keeping up with Terminator 101, then you know, and possibly share the same feelings toward Genesis, right? Terminator Genesis. Look up some of the old, uh, you know, promo images or whatnot of Arnold from that film. And it's just not good. You know, that was one of my big gripes with it is I don't think that they embraced his age. Well, here they have embraced his age. Well, even from a visual standpoint, he looks incredible. Okay. The best that he's looked in a long time. This look, hopefully he keeps it in his personal life. I love the facial hair. I love the, the the hair on top of his head everything looks great his outfit is great you know he has the um he has his collar popped you know he's looking badass again and and based off of what's behind him it's you know it's tough to say where he could be this could i don't know like this could be the inside of some facility this could this could be a warehouse. This could be anything, really. I mean, this could be a like a like a a plane. I mean, he, it's more than likely not a plane. But I mean, this you could argue this looks like the inside of a plane, like a big ass plane. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows where he is? And again, that's my issue with you know doing photo critiques is it, 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 you don't really have a lot to go off of. However, um, I think most of the attention to like editing and whatnot of these photos definitely went to Arnold's because he almost looks like, like, look at the photo head on direct, you know, full on. Don't look away. Just, just keep looking at it. And he almost looks like he has a glow around him. You know what I mean? Like it, and that could be the, the lighting or, or, uh, like a post um, edit thing, who knows what it could be, but he almost looks like he has a, a little bit of a halo or a glow around him. I don't know if you guys see what I'm seeing, but I think that it's intentional. I think that it's, you know, this is definitely to, uh, put him in the spotlight. You know, he is the face of the franchise. Um, and it makes sense. So yeah, this is such a great photo. Ah, I love it. I love it. I, this was my wallpaper. Um, and I think it's going to go back and forth between uh, Arnold. And if we go over to the next one, some would argue that this is the biggest one because, you know, we've gotten used to Arnold, right? We're we're expecting Arnold to be in these Terminator films. It's just something that we expect. But if you go to the next image, someone that we pretty much gave up hope on. I mean, I know I did. Linda Hamilton. I gave up hope on her ever doing another Terminator film. Absolutely, 100%. I thought she would never come back to this role. And she has. And she, uh, yeah, she looks, she looks so fucking great. She looks better than Arnold. She looks better than Arnold. You heard it here, direct from my mouth. Linda Hamilton is the best looking cast member um, in this roster. And I love the design of her character as well. I wonder if, and hopefully we find out, you know, at some point, I wonder if Linda had input into the, into the final look of Sarah Connor now, right? Because I got to tell you guys, this is like, this is a, like, this is a new iconic look. 
right? I I feel like that's what's so great about Sarah Connor. She's had, you know, Linda Hamilton's Sarah Connor, the only Sarah Connor that matters. She's had, like, you can put all three versions of her, assuming that this next film becomes canon, um, to me at least. You can put all three of them next to each other, and there's such an evolution between looking at those three Sarahs, right? You know, the continued development of her character, and it's so great. I'm so excited. Sarah Connor, I am so excited. This is such a great time to be a Terminator fan, guys. I know you feel it. I feel it. I hope this podcast makes you feel it. Um, yeah, what, I mean, what is there to say? I, I will say that this looks uh, very similar to the background that was the same background for that first image that was released um, from the film, that first official image that we got of the three uh, women, Natalia, Mackenzie, and Linda. That looks like the same exact scene, but this, for all the people that complain that that photo looked too polished or clean or television-like, they put that to they put that to rest because this doesn't look clean or polished or anything. This looks like it's directly from the film. And uh, something that I did notice, and I uh, commented on this on social media, that uh, the Terminator Dark Fate social media pages took down that first official image. Uh, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe uh, they just thought it wasn't good compared to these new ones. I don't know. I didn't have any issues with that first promo photo that we got but these ones are definitely better um so yeah i mean just 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 looking at her her design the hair the way it's you know more to one side than the other i love it i love the color of her hair you know ah, the glasses right the glasses are the big selling point right the glasses are i would say they they, they kind of look like a throwback to Arnold's glasses from the first film. They they definitely remind me of the glasses in The Terminator. I don't know if that was intentional. I don't know if that's going to, you know, be a little bit of fan service somehow. I don't know. Um, yeah, great stuff. And then she has, I don't know what you would call this. I'm probably going to use the wrong term, but she has like a vest on, but it's not a vest. You guys are looking at the same image, hopefully, that I am. I don't know what else I would call this. Like she has like, it's, it's clearly strapped around her entire chest. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Vest. Yeah. Vest is not the correct word, but you guys know what I'm looking at here. Um, and on that, she has a, definitely it looks like a gun holstered at the front there. That's easy to grab. Um, black tea. And she is just looking like she has caused major. I do believe that all that stuff behind her, all that uh, debris, fire, what you know, whatever that might be, I think that's from her. And we're going to get into because this is uh, stuff that's been debuted at CinemaCon, and then people have you know obviously described what they saw. So this kind of looks like that scene that uh, we're going to talk about here. So I do believe all that stuff behind. Sarah Connor was caused by Sarah Connor. So I love it. I love this image. It's, it's incredible. It's a, this is my current wallpaper right now on my desktop. So great stuff. Great stuff. Love you, Linda. I'm so excited to see where they take her character. If we go over to the next one, this could be, uh, this is a interesting one. This is very, very interesting. And, uh, 
definitely going to have more thoughts on this, um, especially when it comes time to do the first episode of my new live stream show that I'm co-hosting with Gershom Reese Wetzel, who's been on the podcast previously. Him and I are going to be co-hosting this this live stream show on the Terminator 101 YouTube channel, and it's called No Fate But What We Stream. And we're definitely going to talk about stuff like this. I mean, this is uh, Diego Bonetta, I believe is how you say his last name, Bonetta, Diego Bonetta. Now, I only know him. The only other thing I've ever seen him in is uh, Rock of Ages, that uh, musical film with Tom Cruise and a bunch of other people. And he was in that. I think he was like the main uh, male lead. So I'm not very familiar with him. And a lot of people are speculating, including Gershom that uh, he is John Connor. This is John Connor that we are looking at right here. Now, if that is the case, and uh, bear with me here, I'm just going to uh, do a little bit of background uh, research while I'm recording here, because if that is the case, and Diego Bonetta is um, John Connor... The only issue I have with that is Diego Bonetta is Mexican. And John Connor <laughs> is not. John Connor is not Mexican. Um, at least he didn't come across that way, you know what I mean? So uh, you could say, well, Eddie, I mean, that's the actor. You know, he the actor is Mexican. But he can act like he's not. You know what I mean? They can they can play him. And I mean, looking at this photo, you could pass him as John Connor. I don't know if this is someone that I would buy as John Connor. I don't know. Based off of this image. Based off of just this image alone. I don't know if I buy that this even comes across as John Connor. So I'm going into that... Uh, speculation very hesitant but again this looks like a direct from the film kind of image and he has a uh diego bonetta he has a a very again they they could be all described as distressed um but he almost has like a look of disgust on his face honestly like (laughs) like he like he like he ate something that wasn't good. I mean, I'm obviously kidding here, but like you know what I mean. Like that's the kind of look he has on his face. He has one ear pierced. Um, that's a little detail there. Clearly, someone else is in the car with him. There's an arm that we can see, uh, right behind his right shoulder, and then there's another person behind him. In looks like he might be driving like a like a truck or a some kind of a truck. There's uh there's someone standing behind them. We can see the outline of their uh, two legs. So who that could be and who's in the car, who the hell knows? But again, this is just an image. But I'm not buying that this is John Connor personally. I'm not buying that it's John Connor. If it is, I'm happy to you know, down the road admit that okay, yep, you guys were right. I don't know if this is John Connor, and I, and I don't know if based off of this image, I get that John Connor feel, but. I'll probably talk more about that with Gershom on uh, the live stream. Now, the next one is great stuff, right? This is uh, this is another one that I would definitely use as a wallpaper because this is our real first look. You know, we've seen uh, Gabriel Luna training, but this is our first look, really, 
official look of uh of him as whatever terminator he is now again we're going to talk about this when we talk about the the footage that was debuted at CinemaCon but I don't know if he is a a T1000 or if he is a more advanced model I would say he's more advanced um because that's just you know sequel logic but yeah this is a great image he's you know definitely in some kind of a factory there looks to be some kind of uh fog or uh, steam or something behind him. Um, you know, he's, he's in this, I don't know what you would call it. Like he's definitely in some kind of a jumpsuit, maybe like a military jumpsuit. Uh, you know, um, I'm definitely getting Top Gun vibes here, uh, which is actually ironic because Skydance is, uh, also, uh, putting out a new Top Gun movie later next year, I believe. Um, and Skydance is also, uh, one of the production studios on uh, Dark Fate here, so just kind of funny. But anyways, Gabriel Luna, I am so excited for. Again, this is a lot of these actors I'm not very familiar with, so I'm so excited that this is going to be my debut and my first real look at uh, them, you know, and this is really going to solidify me. Like, from here on out, I don't, you know, people might look at Gabriel Luna as Ghost Rider because I know that's his, you know, other big role, but for me it's going to be whatever his character's name is, the T-1001. Um, you know, that's what he'll always be to me. And he looks so good. You know, he, he I have faith that he is going to give us a really badass, menacing villain. I don't know if it's going to rival Robert Patrick or even Arnold from the first film. I don't know. Like, that's that's a really high level to, to, to surpass or even uh, match. Um, but I do think he's going to surpass all the other shitty ass villains that we've been given the TX, the, what is it? The T 3000 and the T 6000, all that bullshit. Uh, get the fuck out of here with all that shit. Um, yeah, I have faith in Gabriel Luna, so he looks great. A lot of people said that he has just that, you know, T 1000 Robert Patrick look to him. So I, I hope it's not a carbon copy reenactment of what Robert Patrick did, you know, which is one of my issues with, uh, the TX and Kristana Loken. I think Kristana Loken was, uh, really good casting, but I do think that she was bringing too much of Robert Patrick's flavor to the TX. And, you know, even, you know, look at, uh, interviews and Q and A's and, and whatnot that she does about Terminator. And you'll hear her say that, yeah, you know, Robert Patrick was a big influence on her. So, I just think that it, you know, influenced her a little too much. But anyways, I hope Gabriel Luna doesn't fall victim to that as well. But I love this image. I don't hate any of these images. They're they're phenomenal. And finally, the last image, and this is this is, you know, this for some reason people online are such dicks because I still am coming across people that say, is this a man or a woman? For fuck's sake, people. Are you really that immature? Are you really of that frame of mind? Just, why would you even, I don't understand people that write negative shit just to write negative shit. If it's going to be constructive, okay. If it might have a negative feel to it, but it's constructive somehow, okay. Just literally bashing the way Mackenzie Davis looks, fuck off, okay? Seriously. Sorry, guys. I, 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 I needed to vent because I've never really done that before, but I am sick and tired of reading these comments on whatever, 
you know platform I'm on about her character. I think Mackenzie Davis looks great. And from, again, I can't wait to talk about those scenes. She is, uh, I don't know if she's a full-on Terminator, or she's a, a hybrid human and Terminator, but she is definitely a Terminator in some capacity. And yeah, she looks great. You know, she does. Um, she has some kind of similar look to her uh, in terms of... It, she, she has that same attire on her chest that Linda Hamilton had, obviously different color. Um, she's not wearing a shirt underneath or if she is, it's, uh, very well hidden. might be a tank top. I don't know. Um, and yeah, you can see those like very faint lines on her body where, you know, those will definitely come into play at some point. We can assume, uh, you know, the hybrid, maybe that's, you know, where they're going to go with that. That's how you explain the hybrid part of her. I have no issues with how she looks. Short hair doesn't... What the... What are, are you kidding me? Did anyone ever say that about Demi Moore in Ghost? No, Demi Moore had even shorter hair. And what the hell? She was beautiful in that film. Mackenzie Davis is beautiful, okay? Good Christ, people. Um, and she looks like she's ready. She looks like she's in the almost same setting as uh, Gabriel Luna's character. Uh, so these images could actually be linked together. This could be one scene, and uh, she's looking at Gabriel Luna's character. She has some chain wrapped around her uh, left left hand there, and uh, the right hand is uh, look like it's... You can see some movement in the bottom of the chain there. It looks like she might be whipping it around. Who knows what she's doing? Um, but yeah, she looks like she's ready to battle. She looks super determined. Um, so yeah, I mean... Yeah. It's cool to think that, you know, she, we can assume she's the protector of Natalia Reese's character, Reese's character, as well as Arnold, right? We that's the that's the safe bet that Arnold's going to play the 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 good guy again. Hopefully he doesn't, hopefully. Um but yeah, we'll see. So, who knows what is going on in this scene, but uh, she looks like she is defending the fuck out of somebody and uh I would want her in my corner, definitely. Definitely. She is a uh, badass looking. So those are the six official images that were released from IGN. Thank you, IGN. And uh, we're going to take a quick break here. And then after this uh, sponsor, we're going to get into breaking down the incredible, from what I've read, scenes that were revealed at uh, <laughs> San Diego Comic-Con now. Uh, CinemaCon. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Terminator 101 will be right back. And we are back. And this is the exciting part. This is the part I was really looking forward to doing with you guys here on the episode. So if you want to follow along with me um, reading this description, you can. This is going to be also from IGN because uh, they were the people that gave us the photos. And uh, they've given... Given what did I even say there? Does that ever happen to you guys? Like you're talking and then it feels like your brain is going faster than your lips and your lips form something that doesn't actually make any sense or fall into any known language. That's what happened just now. <laughs> I'm not going to take this out. This is all one take. So yeah. Anyways, we're on IGN's website and we are on the article titled Terminator Dark Fate Footage Showed T-800 and Sarah Connor Back 
in action. Now, before I um, talk about this article, I wanted to briefly go back over to uh, their first article with the photos, because on there, they give us, um, and I don't know where this was released, I don't know if this is an IGN thing as well, but anyways, um, it says, the official synopsis for Terminator Dark Fate reads... Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger return in their iconic roles in Terminator Dark Fate. Now, the thing about that that's important that I didn't say is in um, parentheses, sorry, brain fart, in parentheses, next to their names, so Linda Hamilton, parentheses, Sarah Connor, next to Arnold Schwarzenegger, it says, it says T-800. So... I've put this on social media that it seems like, according to the synopsis, and this is seems like, because I still have something that I'm holding on to about him playing the human prototype, but it seems like he's going to be the Terminator, right? It seems like he's going to be a full-fledged Terminator. He's going to be the T-800 once again. And I, you know, I've said I've had mixed feelings about that. Um, I think that they should have... Assuming that they don't, and they play it safe, and he is the T-800 again. I think that they should have taken a risk, because let's be real, it would have been a risk, right? Because so many people associate Arnold as a Terminator, so now if you put him as just a human, you can lose people because of that, believe it or not. Just the fact that you switch it like that. So it would have been a risk, absolutely, but I think it's a risk that they should have taken, assuming they don't. But if they do it correctly, if they do it well, incredibly, if it makes sense, all that stuff, if it checks all the boxes, I'm okay with him being, you know, at the end of the day, I have no say, right? I'm a fan. So I have no say in what they're going to, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do, is what I'm trying to say here. So if they do it right, I'm okay with that. So I just wanted to bring that up. According to the official synopsis, it looks like Arnold is going to be the T-800. And there you go. Now we're going to jump over to the uh, other IGN article here. And uh, this is going to be them kind of describing to us what they saw. So I'm actually going to read pretty much the entire article here. So it says, Paramount screened the first footage from Terminator Dark Fate at CinemaCon on Thursday, revealing the return of Arnold Schwarzenegger as the T-800, there you go, and Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor as well as the first look at the movie's new crop of heroes and villains in action. Dark Fate is a direct sequel to the first two James Cameron-directed Terminator films, yes, and ignores, yes, all subsequent sequels slash reboots. Fuck yes! (laughs) Cameron is a producer on Terminator Dark Fate. We already knew that. During his introduction, director Tim Miller revealed that in Dark Fate... The Terminator's new trick is that he can split in two so that he can be twice as deadly. Okay. Here, okay, so we're going to basically, every couple of sentences, I'm going to pause and I'm going to comment on what I just read. What I just read, and I got to remember that this is literally just digital words on digital paper, right? At the end of the day. That's goofy. To me, that's goofy. 
Is that not goofy to you guys? Like, I'm going to read that one more time. During his introduction, director Tim Miller revealed that in Dark Fate, the Terminator's new trick is that he can split in two so that he can be twice as deadly. I think what it is, I think it's the words trick and then the 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 phrase twice as deadly. I think that's what's making me feel that what I just read is goofy. And I'm sorry if there's like a couple times in this uh, episode where I'm just kind of pausing. Because I'm really thinking about this. Because I actually haven't read this article fully. I knew that this was the article I wanted to read because I skimmed through it and I was like, ooh, they, 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 they touch on a lot of cool stuff here. I didn't read this actual part I just read here until just now. So I'm, I'm kind of trying to process it, but also not make the, ep- you know, the episode boring. Um, the Terminator's new trick is that he can split in two so that he can be twice as deadly. I don't know. Something about that rings goofy to me. So we can assume that they're talking about Gabriel Luna, which means that there's going to be two Gabriel Lunas um, at some point. Now, yeah, I guess... See, this is stuff that I never thought about. I guess Robert Patrick couldn't do that, right? In uh, Or the T-1000 couldn't do that in Terminator 2. He couldn't split. So basically what they mean is that he can literally create another exact full-scale, head-to-toe thing, whatever this Terminator's name is, that it can create another one of it. So there's two of it. Whereas I, you know... T-1000 in Terminator 2 couldn't, you know, he could leave behind traces of himself, um, but that was it, you know, I mean, like, he, he always had to have it all come back together so that he could form into the T-1000, so now, apparently, that's, yeah, so he's definitely, this, this Terminator is 100% different in terms of the name, at least, it's not going to be called the T-1000, um, I wonder what they're gonna call it, but yeah, he's definitely an upgrade from uh, Robert Patrick. So interesting, interesting. Again, I gotta, I have to see. You know, I have to see how they play it. Hopefully, they don't, you know, play it for for shits and giggles. I, you know, I hope this movie is one hundred percent serious. You know, with maybe a little uh, comedy thrown in from time to time, but done right. So hopefully this doesn't come across cheesy or I hope they have a nice way of explaining it. However, they explain it because I do remember in that Q and a with the Hollywood reporter that James Cameron said that, you know, the abilities of this new villain are, and I'm paraphrasing, but, um, the abilities are great and exciting and, you know, we don't want to give them away. So that's apparently his new, his new thing. And when I say his, I mean the the new Terminators thing. So he can split in two. Interesting. But now the article continues. The footage showed the film's new bad guy T-1000. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So see, yeah. The new... The film's new bad guy T-1000. So this article is just... Because we don't know what to call it, right? So the article is playing it safe and just calling it the T-1000. So that's cool. Played by Gabriel Luna, as well as the new good Terminator played by Mackenzie Davis. Okay, so there we go. The footage showed the film's new bad guy played by Gabriel Luna, as well as the new good Terminator. Okay, so Mackenzie Davis is 
Yeah, she, I mean, she could still be a hybrid, but definitely, okay, so she is the protector. So there you go. Now, this is the cool part. This is the part that, I, like, this is the juicy stuff. So here we go. The footage starts in Mexico City, where Mackenzie Davis's Terminator materializes via time travel on a highway at night, causing several cars to crash. So automatically, you guys know how I felt about uh, this new film and my beliefs of what it you know should do, and I believe that there should have been no time travel. It should be a one hundred percent present day story, and according to this, that's out the window. This movie has time travel. I believe that that's a that's a way to convolute things. That's you know the second you introduce it again, it gets more convoluted. So I you know I was thinking about this earlier today if they do include time travel in this new film because let's be real time travel is you know very integral integral i've never been able to say that word fun fact Inte- integral in integral very inter- you guys know what i'm trying to say time travel is very important <laughs> to terminator so i was thinking yeah, well, they never, uh, you know, James Cameron never really explained, first of all, how the time travel really even worked in the first two films, but second, in especially T2, how it, you know, uh, how Skynet, you know, sent another one back, you know, was it at the same time as they sent the first T-800 back in the first film, or did they wait some time and then they sent this one? You know, that was never really explicitly explained. It was all left up to our imagination. And that's what I love about this stuff. So whether or not they explain, so to speak, how this time travel works, I don't know. I have a feeling they're going to go the route that Cameron went and, you know, I'm not going to say play it safe because I don't think, you know, that's not playing it safe. That's just, you know, approaching it beautifully from a creative standpoint, you know, instead of actually explaining it, just leave it up to the imagination and then people can interpret it and come up with whatever backstory they want. So there you go. She materializes via time travel on a highway at night, causing several cars to crash. Now, previously I said that that image of Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor and all the stuff behind her, that could be what I just read. That could be the several cars to crash right there. However, we're going to get into another thing here, because again, remember, I skimmed through this article that uh, could also justify what's behind her. But anyways, I continue. Her naked body plummets off a bridge, landing in front of a young couple who proceed to help her. But as they carry this naked woman towards the street, the police pull up and immediately suspect the boyfriend and girlfriend of having done something malicious to her. Interesting. Her naked body plummets off a bridge. So. Huh. See, because I was thinking that she's going to materialize sort of the same way that Arnold materialized. Right? In that, you know, classic pose. You know, the stance, right? The materializing stance. But a her naked body plummets off a bridge. Does she fall? Like, is it sort of like a Kyle Reese kind of thing where she just kind of, right? Hits the cement. I don't know. Huh. 
But anyways, she plummets off a bridge. Sorry, like I, I am literally reading this and reacting in the moment here. Uh, lands in front of a young couple who proceed to help her. Um, police pull up and immediately suspect them of done, of having done something malicious to her. Okay, I like what I've read so far. Interesting to see how this will play out in real time. As one cop shines his flashlight into the dazed eyes of Davis's Terminator, she reacts, clocking his weapon. I love that. I love that. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. She proceeds to beat up but not kill the cops. Okay, so very, you know, sort of similar to uh, the T-800 and T-2 in the bar. And to then demand the clothes and shoes from the boyfriend who happens to be her size. Of course, right? Of course. That's always how that works out. Just so happens that's the size she needs. Um, but yeah, okay. I like all, I like everything I've read so far. You know, it sounds like there's a little bit of um, nostalgia in there, maybe some reminiscing, you know, some vibes to T2 or even T1. We'll see how that plays. I mean, just the idea of, you know, the time travel and the materializing, you know, that's obviously, I mean, but that's Terminator, right? That's how Terminator works. So that, but more along the lines of her demanding the clothes and, and whatnot and beating up the, the, the cops, but not killing them, that kind of stuff. She drives off, leaving him in his boxers and complaining to his girlfriend about why they even bothered to help her to begin with. <laughs> okay. So there, you know, that sounds like that could be a little bit of comedy right there. Hopefully not over-the-top comedy. The next sequence shows Davis's Terminator on another highway, this time protecting Natalia's character from bad guys, including Luna's T-1000, quote, you know, quote-unquote, and presumably his split other self. But this one was just a Terminator endoskeleton. Perhaps his flesh was burned off in a previous scene. Hold on, I gotta read that again. The next sequence shows Davis's Terminator on another highway bridge, this time protecting Natalia Reese's character, Reese's character, from bad guys, including Luna's T-1000 and presumably his split other self. But this one was just a Terminator endoskeleton. Huh. So that begs, now that begs the question, is this new bad Terminator fully liquid metal? Or is it sort of like what they did with the TX, right? Because the TX was like a hybrid between, you know, the classic endoskeleton and then the liquid metal. Is that sort of what they're going here? I don't know. And I hope to God that this endoskeleton... If it wasn't practical, though I hope it was, I am such a fan of practical. I hope they went, you know, practical endoskeleton. But if it wasn't, I hope it doesn't look fucking CGI bullshit. I like, I really hope it doesn't look like that, you know. Um, I just recently rewatched bits and pieces of Terminator Genesis and the opening part where we're in the future war and we're seeing the camps and everything and and the and the and the endoskeletons. Good God, I, I mean. I could just tell those were not actual physical endoskeletons. Those were all CGI'd and fucking bullshit. So hopefully they don't do it here, but if they do it here, hopefully it's good CGI. I'm sorry that I'm getting kind of uh, ticked off about that, but I am very passionate about that. You know, I, I would hope that, you know, because they are trying to make this, you know, the next 
film after T2 that they're going to sort of uh, follow suit with even the practical effects and, uh, and whatnot. So hopefully that is what happens there. We'll see. But anyways, I digress. It continues, in any event, Davis's Terminator is fighting off the Terminators when a truck plows into frame. The driver steps out wielding a machine gun. It's Sarah Connor. Okay, fucking awesome. Though I am curious how they uh, show us that Sarah knows what the hell is going on. You know, I hope that there is some kind of uh, explanation or exposition or whatever. She doesn't just appear out of nowhere. That would be weird. Um, but I love that. She proceeds to kick ass, <laughs> even pulling out a bazooka at one point to toast a bad guy. Great. A bazooka. A fucking bazooka. Again, so see, that's what I'm saying. So maybe that's the stuff behind um, Sarah. Who knows? I mean, I would say because Sarah hasn't been present yet, according to these descriptions, and now when she is, she has a fucking bazooka. So that shit behind her in that promo photo, that could be the after effects of a goddamn bazooka. Definitely. The footage then turned into an extended sizzle reel of action and atmospheric shots. Set to a flamenco guitar version of the set to a flamenco guitar version of the Terminator theme. I don't know what flamenco means, so bear with me here. We're going to. I'm not going to edit this stuff out. I'm going to look up what flamenco means. Flamenco definition. I've never heard that word before. That's a new word for me. A style of Spanish music. Huh interesting a flamenco guitar version of the terminator theme i'd like to hear that i would really like a spanish version of the terminator theme on guitar great yeah because i mean we we knew that this film was going to have a very uh uh spanish you know latino whatever you want to call it uh vibe to it right i mean that's sort of been put out there so Interesting, interesting. We see glimpses of the war in the future with Davis looking more like a human resistance fighter than Terminator. Interesting. Yeah, so, okay, so, yeah, she's definitely, um, yeah, hybrid, hybrid. And, of course, we see Arnold's T-800 and Sarah standing together firing off rounds at bad guys. Okay, so this is a sizzle reel, so that's actually not the same scene. These are kind of separate things going on here. Okay, so Arnold and Sarah standing together, so we can assume based off of that that Arnold's the good guy. The big crowd-pleaser moment of the footage, though, was when at the very end it cuts back to the battle on the highway bridge. Okay, so we don't know what's, you know how much time has passed actually in the scene here. This has all been cut. Sarah Connor drops an explosive off the bridge, turns to Davis and Race's characters, and says, I'll be back. Okay, so um, if you guys remember, um, I, I, and I forget where I did it. I don't know if I did it on an episode of the podcast, in a post, in a video, somewhere. I, I, I commented on this. Billy Ray, one of the uh, writers of the script, and uh, who is still going to, is uh, as of right now, scheduled to appear on the podcast once we get a little bit closer to the release of the film. Him and I are... Uh, hopefully going to get together um, here on the podcast and I'm going to have him on here. So I'm very excited for that. I actually need to uh, reach out to him again and make sure that he's still on board for that. But anyways, I reached out to him way back, sort of like <laughs> middle of last year. 
with uh with that uh proposal but anyways he recently tweeted something along the lines of you know writing sarah connor was an honor and her first line you're gonna love and i speculated that her first line i mean it just made sense to me that you know she's gonna say i'll be back okay yep 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 I remember now. It was in one of my YouTube videos. I said this. Uh, so go check out. Because I don't remember which one it was. But, um, oh, I think it might have been the Terminator 6 Do's and Don'ts. I think that's what it might have been. Check that video out. Uh, and you'll see me comment on this. And I called it. I said, I think it's going to be her saying, I'll be back. Right? So it looks like that's what it is. It looks like that's what her first line is going to be, assuming that that is her first line. And based off of what I just read, that scene, you know, she would be doing that, you know, focusing on her actions, blowing shit up with the bazooka. Once it's all done and, and settled, then she looks at the characters and says, I'll be back. And you guys know me in my fan service. So just reading that, I have an issue with that. And it's not because I'm not like, oh no, that's Arnold's line. Uh-uh, how dare you do, I'm, it, trust me, it's not that. It's just the fact that it's that fucking line, okay? It's like, good Christ, can we just let this line go? Really? I mean, at this point, it's becoming a mockery. At the, you know, at, at this point, it's becoming too. It's literally becoming Skynet. It's becoming too self-aware. Stop it! Stop! I mean, the way that Cameron wrote it, Cameron and, and uh, William Wisher wrote it in T two when he says it in. Uh, in Cyberdyne, that was that was beautiful. You know, it was uh, it was more of a casual throwaway line, more so than uh, the first film's "I'll be back" was. You know, it was literally just in the first film, "I'll be back." You know what I mean? Um, hold on, let me try that again. <clears throat> I'll be back. There we go. Um, you know, but in the second film, it's more of just he's you know casual, and there's there's a line that comes before it. Um, what is it? It's uh, stay here or wait here. Stay here. I'll be back. You know that that's great. That is that was beautiful, subtle, awesome shit. Here it just sounds like she's gonna literally look at the camera. The camera is going to push in on her, and then she's gonna say, "I'll be back." And good fucking Christ, if that's what happens, I'm going to have an issue with that. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm staying positive. Um, we continue. In a press line chat before the Paramount presentation, Linda Hamilton told IGN that Sarah Connor has mixed feelings on seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger's T-800 again after three decades. Quote, let's just say that it is very mixed. It's very confusing to her. That's all I'm going to say. It's not straightforward at all. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Oh, yeah, because I mean, regardless of what happened in T2 and, you know, maybe that friendship that she developed with the character. Yeah. Yeah, it would make sense that she's mixed. It's very confusing to her. I'm so excited to see how they play out that kind of stuff, you know, that interaction. I'm so excited. Hamilton spoke about Terminator Dark Fate's contemporary setting, which is decades after when Judgment Day was initially to have happened. Quote, at the end of the last one, talking about T2, we have supposedly changed that future date, and it comes and goes. But in the truth of things, there will always be some cataclysmic event that's going to come and wipe out mankind. There are other judgment days to face. Awesome. 
Awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know, I was never really against uh, the way that T3 went with the whole it's inevitable thing. I know people definitely had issues with that. But I kind of like playing with that, you know, maybe not directly telling me that it's inevitable, but playing with the fact that maybe it, maybe it's, you know, maybe we can't escape this. I like, I do like that. So I like what you just said there. At the end of the last one, we have supposedly changed that future date and it comes and goes. But in the truth of things, there will always be some cataclysmic event that's going to come and wipe out mankind. There are other judgment days to face. She also remarked on the current state of our real world, one defined by a digital ubiquity and supremacy worthy of Skynet. Quote, I don't think we would have thought 30 years ago how truthful and authentic that would have felt 30 years later. But we are approaching doomsday in so many ways, Hamilton said. I think the film is as current now as it was then, or even more so. Oh my God, absolutely, yes. I mean, absolutely. Um, 100%. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm just uh, trying to read here what else it says. For more on the film, check out our interview with director Tim Miller. Let's let's fucking do it, guys. We're just fucking going by the book, you know, not by the book here. Um, By the minute here. Yeah, there we go. Playing it by ear. That's what I've been trying to say. Dear God. Okay, here we go. IGN. Oh, and it just takes me back to the, uh, the first article. So... IGN recently spoke to director Tim Miller to discuss the upcoming Terminator movie. While there have been several Terminator films that have attempted to carry on the iconic franchise's legacy, Miller said it was Hamilton's return as Sarah Connor that, quote, made it all click for me. Quote, what makes or breaks a movie is whether I care about the characters when everything starts exploding. Uh, Fuck, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure every action filmmaker says that. But I did really try and focus on the relationships of these characters to one another. And the fact that Linda came back makes this particular Terminator fresh. This story could only continue with her in the role of Sarah Connor. Great. I I agree. That's the most important thing for me, said Miller. Linda reinvented this character in a way that both honors who she was before and brings something new to the role. Yes! Can't wait to see what that is. Um... I'm actually about to release a new Patreon episode that I did with uh, my good friend who's been on a couple of the other ones, Jarrett, and uh, we actually talk about that. He talks about, because uh, he had actually never seen, um, very recently, he's 30, and uh, he'd only seen Terminator 2 when he was like 10, so really he never saw Terminator 2 to the point where he could think about it, remember it, analyze it, you know? So we just recently watched it, and then we did a podcast episode, which is like an hour and a half, it was a massive episode, um, and it's going to be a Patreon exclusive, but at the end of that episode, he uh, tells me what he thinks this new film should be because, you know, he's only seen one and two. So, you know, I told him, you know, we, we may watch Terminator three, but probably we're just going to, I'm going to have you skip all of the crappy sequels, sequels, sorry, and go into, um, dark fate. So he kind of pitched to me his idea of, uh, you know, how he thinks, uh, Sarah Connor is going to be reinvented. So, uh, look forward to that. It's going to be dropping soon on the Patreon, patreon.com slash T one one podcast. Anyways, plugging aside, but it's not just, and this is not a quote. This is just the article, uh, but it's not just Hamilton who brings a fresh take on this Terminator sequel. Miller also praised stars Mackenzie Davis, who plays Grace and Natalia race Reese. Damn it. Who plays Danny Ramos for bringing reinvigorated energy to that 
to the beloved James Cameron-produced series. Quote, Mackenzie is fantastic. I think people are going to be amazed by what a badass she is. And Natalia is wonderful. When you read the script, you might think, oh, she's not a warrior or a soldier or anything exciting like that. Or worry, perhaps, that she might be overshadowed by the other four. But absolutely not. She's amazing. Amazing. I mean, that's, you know, th- like, this stuff is all common, you know, he's, uh, um, of course he's going to praise everything, but I take his word for it, you know, he hasn't given me reason to doubt him yet. Here's uh, something that's really interesting, quote, because so much of the film takes place on the messy fringes of society, I wanted to bring an indie film sensibility to an action plot in a way that I don't think I've seen before, at least not on a big budget scale. Okay, so it sounds like... Yeah, because this film, I mean, obviously has a huge budget, so it's not an indie film. But he wanted to bring an indie film sensibility. Huh. So maybe not as much action as we think? Maybe? Who knows? Maybe just the maybe just the feel of it. An indie film sensibility. I like that he said that. I like, I like that that's sort of his approach to it, you know? Interesting. We have a lot of powerful moving character moments up front, yes. But toward the back half of the movie, when shit's... Sorry. When shit gets going, holy fucking shit, it just doesn't stop. <laughs> and we tried very hard to make it all different and fresh. It's not just people punching each other. It's a roller coaster ride. And I think, great. Awesome. Awesome. God, I am so fucking hyped for this movie. What? So that's everything I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, this is a, you know, I knew this was going to be a massive episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, what do you guys think? What, what do you think? Uh, find me on social media. You can message me however you want. Um, yeah, this is, this is great stuff. This is awesome. Awesome stuff. I am so excited for this film. I just continuously get more and more excited. Even a couple of those things that detracted me just a little bit. Haven't done it to the point where I'm like, nope, no, nope, nope, nope. Dark fate is doomed. That's not like my view of this. So I am excited. I hope you guys are as well. And when the next big thing breaks, whatever that's going to be, hopefully a poster. I'm a big poster guy. I love posters. Um, they are works of art, assuming that they look right. They're designed right. They are, you know, very telling of what kind of film it is. Um, they're not cliche posters because, I mean, there are cliche designs, you know, um, big part due to uh, the MCU. Um, I think that they've just uh, kind of run poster designs, um, not into the ground, but they've they've established, you know, their kind of poster. And then so many other people just kind of take that kind of framework and run with it. Anyways, um, I hope it's a great poster. I really do. And hopefully that's the next thing we get. But until that time comes, everybody, keep on terminating.